0: Right, I think this is going to be fun today. I've hit the button. <laughs> Chris is in a really
1: bad mood. <laughs> he's in a furious mood.
0: And weirdly,
1: that, that's only... <laughs> the, that's <for laughs> what I like
0: Chris in a bad mood for me is fun, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: fun. fun, fun for Uncle Fluffy's out to it's play. like he's chewing on his inside, inside mouth already. <laughs> it's great. Uh, no. No. He'll start chuntering away everything yeah. in a right. minute. Just
0: remember that this, this podcast goes out to children who might not be aware of the c word <laughs> and so i don't I'd rather you didn't start <laughs> so th- we're not
1: getting any jokes in the pre-pod today. No, you
2: guys are so funny <laughs> <laughs> i, I, well, uh, well I especially like how you <laughs> prepared me for this podcast by sending me down one path and then doubling back on the other so thanks for that well, just yeah. just for a bit of context, uh,
0: Chris asked yeah. us last week to come up with a topic we forgot, and then yesterday told him a lie. We're, yesterday we we're, were picking sandwiches. Sorry, on Monday when we were picking sandwiches, Chris went, "What's the pot, pre, uh, podcast topic?" And we just made one up, and then
2: which I then prepared <laughs> for. <laughs> 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 hilarious yeah, really funny.
1: And then we had a bit of chat about how we'd lied and then forgotten to actually admit that we'd lied yeah, about the fact we'd come is. up with a pod topic anyway. Let's so not this is dwell a half hour that. standing. It's no, it's not. not. It's not. So what we're
0: enjoying? <laughs> it's not at all. But l- listen, it's going to be good. You're in top form. I think this is going to be a cracker. We're going to knock it out of the park. Okay, let's hit go. the button. To the good Roundup Good is a brand consultancy in the United Kingdom. Uh, from time to time, we get together, we'll talk about brand and uh, all sorts of stuff related to brand. And today, we're, we're really talking about the top of the pyramid, the top of the, the, where the point the tip the of brand. the point Of this fear. Oh, no, I'm spear. mixing my metaphors. No, I like it. I like it. It's all good. It's all good. And Chris wrote a really, really good article about. The topic we're going to talk about today is a good article. <laughs> Before we started, Chris said you better not fucking build it up because you made it. Me you look, look like, like a brick.
1: <laughs> 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 no, At not. which point, we pointed out that he does that well enough yeah, himself. You don't
0: need any of our help. So we then kind of then. But it is a good article. It's a good article, and it's a very important topic because I think it's it's the thing that kind of gets mushed into nothingness, and, and it's about creating a vision for your brand.
1: But this one unusually talks about us, doesn't it? Yes, have allowed yes. ourselves to talk about us yes, today, no aren't
0: we? have we've b- we've decided to break our golden rule just to. Um oh yeah, because we never talk about ourselves. Well, no, we don't talk about. Here he goes thing, already. Just, you know, <laughs> strap ins. Uh, sign
1: of things to come. Yeah,
0: so, but it is that kind of thing where, like, it was nice. As Julie put it, it was good context around creating a vision and just how we, but when we started looking at our own. so it's looking like at that. So, Chris, what, what? What made you want to write this, apart from the fact that we sat in a room and said Chris going to write a thing about vision?
2: Because you told me to. <laughs> but I do think it's um, <laughs> an area that is fraught with misunderstanding, uh, lack of sort of common terms, and, and an area that people and clients and uh, you know lots of people massively kind of overcomplicate because uh, there's a worry that I think there, or well, there's a, per- a perception that you've got to create something massively kind of visionary which tends to just end up being meaningless twaddle and kind of yoga babble and i think the reason why we talked about the one that we create for ourselves is because i think it shows a path through that mm-hmm. and demonstrates the fact that we and you, to really you know in the last i don't know however many years we've managed to create a a framework which helps to organize these brand elements in a in a way that allows us to leverage the best you know for the brand or allows us to exploit the brand in you know you know in
1: a very simple way in though. a
2: simple way yeah so so that that showcase allows us to talk about ourselves because we've done it for ourselves relatively recently um so i i guess you know talking about ourselves gives us a useful you know illustration of how how it, how it works really Oh, it should work uh, and i think when we, we see
0: vision is quite complicated i think at the top of your little article you kind of go when you look at other visions for brands they seem so obvious so self-evident which is always the sign of a good one but i think vision has gotten a difficult name because when you think of you know a vision for the future or a vision for this you always think of like you know kennedy sitting up there going we will put a man in the moon within 10 years and yeah. people go that's a vision." Wow. Right. that's a vision and then see that you, overreaching yeah, don't you from clients yeah, and you can lot. well is that a vision because you know that we, we didn't know how to put a man in the moon and we did it in 10 years and that's not the purpose of it it's not to
2: necessarily be so grandiose. yeah but when, when you work for a company that makes shower curtain rings then it's a different it's a different <laughs> prospect But <laughs> well, i think
1: it? yeah and i think we because i was thinking about this earlier we, we definitely have seen both ends of the spectrum i think haven't we when you t- when you talk about this from businesses that shy away from a vision that is quite aspirational and actually feels quite unattainable to then those that actually massively overreach and are looking for something that is, you know, a a much bigger more purposeful reason to exist beyond mm. the fact that, you know, will we make shower curtains that don't leak or whatever your <laughs> vision is very yes, valuable. Yes. So, so in, that, in yeah. that
2: pyramid, there are three parts to it. And, mm-hmm. we're, you know, the bottom part's the values. We've written about that. The middle part is the mission. We'll get to that. that. But the top bit is the vision. Do you want to say what the vision, What we, we've got a wee pyramid, what, what, what's that all about? I, I mean, in, in the pyramid,
0: we kind of say that it's the, it's the ultimate aim of the business. It's the aspirational. It needs to be slightly out of reach so you're continually growing for it. And that, on a kind of timeline, is something you're checking in on year on year to go, are we, are we doing this? Are we making, are we reaching our vision? In theory, you're never going to reach it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to reach it. It's not a goal. That's the thing. It's a vision. It's not a goal. And so I think it's trying to make sure that you're continually just kind of stretching to make sure that you're trying to do your vision. So we, we've, you know, charities are good at
2: them. Charities are always good at vision. You're some, not, you yeah, some sectors lend themselves more easily to... Yeah. To visions that are easily to write. When you're curing cancer it's quite a straightforward yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, you say that, but then when we worked with a cancer charity, they had a lot of debate about what was uh what was the right vision mm. for them because mm. are you ever gonna, you know, the beat signposts cancer? are easy, aren't they? I yeah. know, yeah. But yeah, it's easier to be a bit more what's the word I'm looking for, uh meaningful, I guess, when you're Yeah. It can tie up.
0: closer to it. So that's really the kind of thing. And we've done, you know
2: and yeah, we talk about the buzz light years, don't we? Yeah. To you know, so and that's
0: where you get a bad vision. So to infinity
2: and beyond. Yeah,
0: and you know, uh, striving for tomorrow today
2: to to tomorrow's horizon today. When
0: you start cramming, (laughs) they're usually short and snappy, and you can just see. And they're good because you kind of go up, and then they're quite empty, but they're inspirational because they're it's kind of like good rhetoric. But no one knows what they mean. Nobody, but you'll get a round of applause at the shareholders' meeting. Going, yeah, "Yeah, we are. We are building tomorrow, today, forever. Well, who's going really to argue with that? Who's going to argue with that? Our, our vision is to build tomorrow, today, forever. It sounds so like today in the, in the <laughs>
1: office. <laughs> oh, but then the problem with those, as we've seen, is that it does tend to... When you can't then use it as something to build content and themes out from then it just lives in a drawer doesn't it yeah, you can't it, kind of make it live every day as we talk about a lot
0: and also it's so widely open to interpretation that you get different bits of the business going well I'm going to build tomorrow today forever in blue <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to do and it, mm. and you, and you kind of lose a little bit and some of the work that we do is going back into companies because they've kind of made it a little bit vague and, and normally that becomes political because the vision then has to please a lot of stakeholders and so yeah. it just gets watered down into nothingness into something like
1: no i was just going to say i think we because we we often talk about the benefit of objectivity and these things don't we and the, the how hard it is for clients to do this yeah. you know not performing surgery on yourself and all that kind of thing and i think mm. more, more often than not a, you know the brand when we work with brands to try and define this kind of stuff it it is actually really obvious it's just about articulating that in a way that kind of feels like it reflects them Mm -hmm. and represents them but uh, there's a lot of kind of over over or there can be a lot of overthinking and overcomplication. yeah it's about
2: finding the right words just to describe where you're going and i mean back you know on from so from our point of view you know when we you know came out of the covid thing and talked thought about what we know where we wanted to be it really was about just reflecting on that and the type of you know it's business we wanted to be and um i suppose it came down to the fact that we've we've been described deliberately you know focusing on describing ourselves as brand consultants and um what that meant for us and and really i think the you know the focus of that evolution for us came down to two things which was you know firstly about taking the right type of work to to reflect the fact that we were proper brand consultants and secondly, recognizing that we can easily or, or we're at a point now where we can very easily, you know, uh, you know, define our, our own point of view in, in the subject matter because we've been around for a long time. So and when you start digging into that, it becomes quite straightforward. So the thing about work, you know, um, taking the right type of work it's you know, it's something that we've been talking about a lot informally, wasn't it? About mm. making sure that we stay away from the work that doesn't you know i I guess reaffirm that position as brand consultants but it's about sticking to our guns and 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 being clear on on what it is that we want to do you know that that sense of of taking the right type of work was part of it this is all the process of getting to our vision right Mm -hmm. the second part was about defining our point of view and i think the one thing we are as a firm is very pragmatic and straightforward and we know that in our industry there are lots of People that tell you that there's a formula for this and a formula for that and you know the snake oil salesman type thing but we, we know that there is no shortcut and we know that you know the next new shiny marketing thing is probably not a thing um we've been around long enough and we've been doing it long enough to understand and build up a bank of experience that lets us understand what works and what doesn't so I think that you know um that sense of being confident enough to call that stuff out um helped to define our point of view right am i am i making sense here because we've
1: talked talked about that on a previous pod haven't we about the our industries just desire to overcomplicate everything and i think when you look at our vision it's i think that kind of very much underlines our 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 position of you know simplicity and Mm -hmm. which is obviously one of our values but yeah and i think also
0: and the term of sacrifice is what you don't put in a division because obviously the way that we work with brand is there's a number of components to it it's there's a strategy component there's a design component there's my and what you're not going to start putting into that is going to you know because you could say well strategy is important we've got to make sure strategy is in the vision and now we've got to make sure the design's in the vision and well make sure the great service thing's in the the division because that's important as well and suddenly it just becomes overwhelming and that's where you get the 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 politics of the of Departments coming and going. Where am I in this? Totally. That's one of the
1: things. I was was scribbling some notes about this, and some of the challenges we've seen when talking to clients about this stuff, and it's exactly that. You know, it's not willing to sacrifice that. It becomes very quickly a kind of people pleasing political exercise when you're trying to represent. And and I think that, but that you know, that does come down to what what ultimately. What's your vision there to do? And that that the point about you know this very simple model of vision, mission, values, and being very clear about what those definitions are and what they're there to do, helps with that. But yeah, the the unwillingness to to sacrifice is definitely something that.
2: Hundred percent, totally agree. So we ended up with something rare, which in its first reading sounds relatively prosaic, but actually I, I think has hidden depth. So our I like vision it. is. To make brands and branding better understood, respected, and valued. Which, as I say, is a very straightforward sentence. Can you say, one,
0: can you say it again just for the To bit? make
2: brands and branding better understood, respected, and valued.
0: To make brands and branding better understood, respected,
2: and valued. Sounds much better when Sean says it. That was beautiful. So, <laughs> and, and I think, you know, what, what's Sorry, really Sean. straightforward about it, 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 we like it because it is, as I say, the piece, accessible actionable and true to us you know we're relatively pragmatic in our approach as i say and and in no way is it kind of specialist or sort of esoteric in nature it's really really straightforward and i think um it mirrors some of the points i made about taking the right type of work and you know and and you know we're confident to have that simplistic point of view so
0: and i think you can kind of look at that on the face of it and go well how does that help you get the right part of work but the kind of thing if we go in and feel that somebody calls up and has a chat with us and we've sensed that they are not going to respect or value the brand work that we need to do then you know so it's not just about we need to make it feel respected we don't if we feel we're not going to get that respect back that this is just a an exercise they've got to do because somebody doesn't like the you know, they've lived with a logo for five years like the and they're colourable. bored of it, but th- then we're, then that's not the work that's good for us. And yeah. I
1: think we talk, we also, you know, when we're, we have those sort of early qualification type conversations with clients and we're talking about an opportunity and the sort of the willingness to be challenged, you know, quite often clients come with a kind of self-diagnosis in terms of what they think the problem is. And I think that sort of, Inter- our, the process that we go through to understand the kind of fundamental challenge business problem that we're looking to solve and how brand can support in doing that if that's not a process that a client is willing to go through with us then it's probably not the right type of work to, take, work to take on so I think it's there is a lot of like you say I think when you well when you know us and you know how we work there's a lot of kind of bits of other conversations that I think from the value prop stuff that we've got the sales value prop stuff that tie into that mm-hmm. um that vision as well well so mm. it doesn't all need yeah. to be in the sentence yeah, I guess, yeah there's a the lot point of, isn't
2: it that you take from it it may not be explicit but i think that it's clear and understandable it's grandiose enough in, in some ways to be always out of reach you know because mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's well, a big yeah. big task yeah. but it's wrapped as i say it's wrapped tightly enough around the concept of brand to give it some context and drive what we do as an organization every day so th- that that i think then showcases the fact that it's useful it can help guide some decision making as well
1: well right and right down into our values and stuff but also what we're doing just now you know with the stuff that you guys write that we we in the loosest sense of the word right in terms of content and the stuff that we talk about on the podcast that's that all goes towards contributes towards us achieving albeit we can't that vision do you know what i mean so
0: yeah. and, and i think from from my perspective i think you can pick to make brands and branding better understood for me i leave it at there you know mm-hmm. what i mean <laughs> because in some ways a lot of the stuff i'm doing is now at the start of presentation is going let me explain our position on brand because there's so it's like one of those words like digital or anything else. Like it means so much it means very different things to different people and even just to say this is where we think brand is and how it's important for your business and even that's the the start of nine out of 10 of every one of my presentations at the moment, just because so that everybody's on the same page about why
2: it's important. But the two other words are for me, oh, are, are. Yeah, you know, the respect part, because Brian is often derided in the in the media and the mainstream as, as something as fluffy, as, as pictures. It's colouring in. And, and I think, you know, the last point is it's, it's, it's important when you understand it. There is a value to it, and it can yep. drive extreme value, right? It's about margins. You know, brands allow you to charge more mm. for a product than, than unbranded products or poorly branded products. Mm. You know, there, there, there's a value aspect dynamic to them. So they're really, really important to business. And,
0: and not to blow our own trumpet. Um, Sounded a bit
1: more like a trombone.
0: Oh, no, no, way be better. But, I mean, it's ten words. And, uh, and chris you you honed those 10 words um thank you yeah, <laughs> i need to get you in a good mood um i know you're just saying but that. it's it's 10 words that uh, that you can pack take. a lot of punch they do pack a lot of punch and it's kind of honing it and, uh, and again as you say at the very top of the article it seems self-evident but there is a lot of working it out and putting it there and yeah because when
2: i started i had no idea yeah, what it was going to
0: yeah. be and, and i have to say this is one of the rare occasions that we did, did it do ourselves. that our yeah. uh, We can, and, and we're normally we we'll, we we know that objectivity is a good thing in these things. And but this was the first time that we we did it ourselves, and it was just packing the vision into ten words that you can take. I'm I'm focusing on the understood. Don't get me wrong. I'm still respecting and I'm still valuing, but it's just for my first point that understood thing helped help to lift my presentations a little bit, just to make sure everybody was on mm-hmm. the same page. Mm-hmm. That's what's really strong f- about it for mm. me, and and I think. So, I mean, we've talked a lot about us. When you're kind of looking, if you're listening to this and going, oh, this all sounds great, how's how but how is this going to help me? What, what what How are we summing it up? Is it kind of going, right, think about the, the sacrifice. Think about what, what, how would you sum it up for somebody externally? Well, uh, I, I,
2: I think, well, yeah, it's a good question. And I suppose it's the key question. But, yeah, I think it's about having that sense of, of understanding the direction of travel of of the organisation and the sacrifice point. The, I think the point Jules made earlier is really good. That so often these exercises become exercises in verbal inclusivity about how we're going to include words that that take the box for every department within the business, and and then they become meaningless. I think that the knocking the edges off all of that stuff to something really sharp just takes time, and and um, it, so it's a sort of deep reflection and deep thinking about where your business is and where you want it to be. Um, there's no, you can't do it unless you engage with that exercise, and then kick it about and bounce it off people, and or, that's or not bring to somebody say that, yeah. else in to help you do it. Yeah. Because yeah. when we do this for clients, normally we're starting with something. Right, there's mm. something there. They've written something. There's a cur- there's a kernel somewhere yeah. that we take and and, and sharpen.
1: And although we're saying, you know, although we're saying, you know, that that kind of people pleasing exercise can be um, quite political and quite a challenge to deal with. That's not to say that you don't consult as part of the process. You know, all the departments with across the business generally are represented in some shape or form in these conversations that we're having with clients. But it's uh, it's then the sort of distillation of that into something that isn't just, you know, doesn't just become word soup. Um, and meaningless that's the challenging bit and that's where the benefit of objectivity i think definitely comes in yeah Mm -hmm.
2: so so as i say in the piece there's the analysis piece there's the sacrifice element and that delivers you some sense of clarity on what your vision should Mm. be really
0: for me that kind of consultative approach isn't a workshop it's a one-on-one just if Mm -hmm. anybody was Mm -hmm. thinking
2: of doing it for me is
0: just sitting in a room and going so tell me about the business and what's this and that and everything else rather than a workshop because it then yeah, you don't do it in a day. No, you don't do it in a day. And also, you're always looking at the person who you think is more important, kind of going, what, mm. well, what do they think? And it's important that you kind of just talk about the... the and, it, and it all ties into the values and why you're here and everyone else. It's it's, it's a really interesting process to get to fit in with your whole brand yeah. thing. It all kind of ties together.
1: But the exercise you did, we the project we did with Ford Retail years ago now that became trust forward. I mean, that was a, you know, I know it wasn't necessarily just a, you know, purely focused on sort of brand death, but there was a huge consultative element to that. Wasn't there? Like mm. you say, it was what a six month period probably with, you know, everything from board level to people in you know, working in servicing showrooms, and parts yeah. departments and showrooms and that sort of, yeah, that's, you know, a combination of workshops of interviews of one-on-one, you know, that it's not a, it's not a one and done when it comes yeah, to. Yeah. That's
2: a, part of the, the, making people feel in- included in the process but once, you know, I think that getting to this point is only half the journey, really. We talk about this with clients, that it's now about, right, so that, now we've done that. What are you going to do with it? It doesn't, you know, where where does that go? Because these things generally aren't customer facing. That they're kind of, they should be internal. And, you know, and we're going through a process now of making some of this stuff a bit more explicit in our In our world, in our studios, in our...
0: And and it's explicit in a kind of way, because I know I've seen it a a few times where it's up on the wall in the reception area. Mm -hmm. that you walk in and go, there it is. And then a job done, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's it there. But it is about trying to understand and it needs management and it needs tended and it needs to be made sure that it is there every, every way but not necessarily explicitly in that the spirit of it is more of an important thing to kind of get you know to not just plastered everywhere but what does this mean and how do we do it so for well, me I, th- how does it come alive in my presentations how does yeah, that come alive and,
2: and you know if you look at the content we create which is part of this podcast part of the stuff we write start of the some of the carousels we create around explaining you know, why things are important, that, that all plays to this. Yeah, yeah, totally. That all plays to yeah. this about making brands and branding better understood, yep. respected and valued. Yep. It's sharing that knowledge and sh- and, and our point of view, yeah. the confidence we have to say, this is how this works. This is how you do this. Mm. That all plays to us, you know, I guess, showcasing our expertise.
1: And I, think, I do think that's where sometimes, and we've seen it in the past and we've probably been guilty of allowing it to happen maybe in the past with – where there's, a, there's that link from the kind of foundational brand work that's done that doesn't then kind of inform a sort of content strategy or a content planning mm. piece. And that's what, you know, and not to say that we don't necessarily create all of that content, but to cr- provide that sort of next level of, level of depth and detail around, like you say, how does it, you know, how does it come to life? And, you know, some of it will be, we had a conversation recently with a client around, you know, employer brand, and I think again that has a, is a it can often overcomplicate things because it feels like it should be something different, and how often do we have to yeah s- you know pull it back to say you know, it should all come from here and then how do you represent that internally to your 100%. to your teams? And it's just I think again, like we say, a million I have said a million times before the simpler the better with these things because that's yeah. how you get it just that's how it'll stick. yeah you know, it, consistent it, app- consistent application applies here as much as it does to internally as much as it doesn't in- externally.
2: I think that's what's important about these things. That it anchors the business to something bigger than itself and provides a, a you know a point of view when when we're doing stuff in our day to day, and we're going through our when we move through our, our day to days.
0: And the whole pyramid will help you know the the mission will help you with that, and the vision will help, and will, uh, the values will help you through that. What I like about this is the vision is your end of year meeting you can sit back and and, you know we can go so how have we helped brands and branding be better understood respected and valued over the last year how have we done that yes and it becomes a tangible thing about the work rather than
2: how have we got to infinity and beyond yeah yeah (laughs) how (laughs) do we
1: build (laughs) tomorrow
0: today
2: Uh Uh, yesterday yesterday. forever in blue it does does come down to that Mm -hmm. it's something that can be looked at from different perspectives and, and and it's easy to to understand, yeah, because uh, I mean,
0: that you can see that that's that's the, the slide for us at Christmas to go right. So, what did we How have we done this uh-huh. this year? And uh-huh. what, what is it? And that's involved the people we've got good people coming in, yeah. we've got new people to help It covers everything,
1: and it's a journey. Yeah, it's it's a, a, journey. a journey. Oh, it's
0: a journey. Listen, Chris, I, and what, got, a what a fun, what a fun it journey! Is. I don't mind saying, Chris, I think you're in a better mood.
2: No, no, really. come that's on, you yeah. dressed yeah. up for <laughs> this. Since we're off here, you guys are getting it. <laughs>
1: I'll get you another wee bowl of crisps. (laughs) I know you're fine, fine. man. You're fine. You've had a
0: good day. Yeah, you've had a good day. It's half past four. You can nearly call it a day. You've done a great job. Right, Right. fancy going for a drink?
1: (laughs) Bye.